Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Brent Meadows. I currently work as in the Solution Architecture Group with Expedient. Uh, and today we're going to build a Kubernetes cluster using vCloud Director and CSC in about 12 minutes. So we all heard a lot of interesting and exciting news earlier in the week that Kubernetes has actually become the core of vSphere in the future. But we do have the use cases today where we need to use Kubernetes. Uh, and we're looking at a way today to actually make that a little bit easier in automating that process. So the way we're going to do this is really look at the architecture of what that entails. First, we're going to start with the foundation. In this case, we're using a vCloud Director Foundation. Uh, with that, uh, NSX across the foundation as well, along with VROPS, uh, multiple data centers. Then, as a cloud administrator, and whether you're expedient working on this or you're building your own cloud and you are the administrator for your uh, environment, you're going to install Container Service Extension on top of it. Uh, with Container Service Extension, it is a, available through GitHub, so we can go in and install it from there, and we'll walk through some of those steps uh, in a little bit. Uh, but it also includes CSE templates. So you're going to choose which templates you want to install as part of that deployment. Uh, most of the time, you're going to have an Ubuntu and a Photon template that you can use, and we'll kind of go through part of that as well. Then from a virtual data center, we create the virtual data center, and then hand off uh, access into the infrastructure admins. Now, these infrastructure admins could be the same people that are running your Kubernetes cluster, or it could be a dedicated admin that's just running uh, the virtual data center. From there, we install all of the prerequisites for the CSE client. And then from that point forward, we can automate and utilize just CLIs to create uh, clusters, add nodes, delete nodes, or delete the whole cluster itself. And this is all running directly through uh, that end client. Once that's in place, then we can spin up the Kubernetes cluster uh, all through one command line. It'll spin up the number of nodes that you need, along with the master to control it. Uh, it's able to spin up an NFS uh, mount as well, but normally that's going to be a single instance, so you want something that's a little bit more robust for your uh, persistent data. Then once that's all set up, you can hand that access over to your developers or whoever's doing uh, the kube control to actually manage the Kubernetes cluster. Now we're going to go through a couple steps of how you actually get this in place once you have it. So from an admin perspective, uh, the client itself is going to have a couple of prerequisites. You're going to install Python 3.6 or later. Uh, I've included all of the links to actually go through the installation pieces on here as well. Uh, then you're going to install VCD CLI. For those that aren't familiar, VCD CLI is actually the command line uh, access into a vCloud Director interface. Uh, with this, uh, available in GitHub, then you install the CSE client. Uh, one thing that I found as I was going through here is to make sure that your client CSE version matches the version of CSE that's deployed on the infrastructure. Uh, installed a uh, newer version of the client, was having a little bit weird issues that just went away with the matching version. So one thing to keep in mind there. Then once you have the CSE client installed, you register that as an extension of VCD. Uh, so when you go into the CLI, we're actually going to move over uh, in a bit and actually show you that extension. Then you have to create an organization user that has admin rights. Uh, so as a security best practice, we normally want to only deploy user rights with very limited rights uh, just for what they need. Uh, and in the future, the CSE releases will include that uh, pieces of rights to limit that access, uh, but today they uh, advise just to do an admin account. So in that case, you probably want to create a virtual data center that's specific to your Kubernetes cluster so that you don't have to give admin rights to maybe something that they don't need access to. And then once you have that, you want to create an SSH key. 
Uh, so that SSH key we're going to pass into the Kubernetes cluster, and that's actually going to be how you connect to the Kubernetes cluster later. So now we're going to kind of walk through those steps uh, to actually create the Kubernetes cluster once you have the foundation in place. So the first command we're going to do is we're actually going to log in to the vCloud director interface. Uh, so you can see here we do a VCD uh, login, uh, and then the provider name, so Expedian.cloud could be one of those, uh, the tenant name that you're under that platform, and then the VCD user that you created earlier. Once you're in there, you can see all of the VDCs that you have available to you via the list command, and then you choose which VDC you want to use if you do have multiple uh, data centers under there. Then you can list the CSC templates, so that's going to show you the Ubuntu version uh, or the Photon version that's available under the current CSC implementation uh, that you will pass into the next command. So this is the big command that's actually going to do that one-line configuration of a Kubernetes cluster. So we're just going to walk through it a little bit. Uh, in this example, we're going to create three nodes with one master. Uh, so the first thing we're going to do is do the command to create the cluster and give that cluster a name. So anything we have here that's in bold and italics, those are the variables that you're going to pass through that will change for your implementation. Uh, next one is the network. Uh, so with this, we have an NSX network that is stretched across multiple data centers. Uh, it could be an NSX network or it could just be a local VCD network as part of that. Uh, this is something that you have to create on the front end. It doesn't create the network automatically. So you could use VCD CLI to create a new network, or you can just use an existing network to pass that through. Then you specify the number of nodes that you want in your cluster. Uh, it could be three, four, however many you need to support your applications. And then for each of those nodes, we're going to configure the amount of RAM and CPU uh, in each of those. We're going to pass the template over. Um, and then give the storage profile. So if you are using multiple storage policies in your platform, you'll want to figure out which one you want to place this on, uh, whether you have like an all-flash tier, a spinning disk tier, uh, whichever platform you want to use from the storage perspective. And then you're going to pass that SSH key that we created earlier so that you can authenticate against the cluster. So once this runs and you have the cluster in place, there's a couple things you can do with it. Uh, if you need to add an additional node, very similar command, you're just going to, instead of creating a cluster, you're going to create a node. You're going to tell it which cluster you want to add that to. And then same thing with the configuration of the node itself. Create uh, memory, CPU, uh, which templates you want to use, storage policy, and the SSH key. You can also remove nodes from a cluster. So pretty simple, uh, you can do a VCD CSE node list command and it's going to show you the name of the virtual machine that's running each of those nodes and master inside the environment. So we can see here the results of that command gives us our master uh, and the three nodes. The thing about this command though is it's the application in the Kubernetes itself is not aware that you're getting ready to remove the nodes. So it's basically like powering off a, a VM. So if you are going to uh, remove a node, you want to evict that from the Kubernetes cluster to just make it a graceful removal. Uh, so you're not basically pulling the plug on some applications that are running. Then once you know which cluster or which node of the cluster you want to delete, we just pass a VCD CSE node delete uh, command to it, and it will remove that node. And then if we just want to blow everything away and try again, we can delete the entire CSE node using a VCD CSE cluster delete command. Now the reason you would want to remove the complete cluster is because of the automation built in here, it becomes a lifecycle management for your Kubernetes cluster. So as you want to release new versions, Instead of having to go in and upgrade the version of existing clusters, you just create a new cluster, migrate all your containers over to it, and then blow away the old one. So it really just becomes a consistent delivery model through the Kubernetes clusters. 
And so now we're going to walk through a demo. Uh, because of all the prerequisites that we just walked through, we weren't able to run it from this laptop. So it is a pre-recorded demo. But if you guys want to see it actually live and in action, uh, let me know later and we can definitely walk through that. So the first thing we're going to see is kicking off that uh, cluster create command. And the one thing you'll notice in the bottom uh, is we're going to start this at about 1048 and we'll see how long it takes to actually complete. So the first thing it does is creates that cluster. Then it's going to go in and create uh, the vApp that in vCloud Director it's going to uh, put all of the VMs in. It's creating the master node. And you'll see in a second on the background, it creates the master node in vCloud Director. Uh, as it's doing the configuration of the Kubernetes cluster from there, uh, it'll power it on, finish everything on that. Uh, going through the configuration of the Kubernetes cluster master right now. Then it's going to start deploying all of the nodes. So it's going to deploy the three nodes simultaneously. So you'll see in the background as well, those get created. And once it's complete, we can do a VCD CSE cluster info and it will show us all of the configuration information uh, for that specific node. So you see here, you see your, uh, when it was created, CSE version, the nodes that are available, uh, the master name, uh, and you can see all of that information um, as part of that. And then, so as you go and do that lifecycle management of your Kubernetes clusters, you just kind of rinse and repeat those commands and migrate the workloads over to it. And just as an example, we do have this running uh, in production. Uh, so we have a uh, client uh, called homes.com that utilizes this for that lifecycle management of their uh, Kubernetes environment. So they run a, a real estate, uh, both a search uh, for homes that are getting ready to be bought, uh, homes for rent, or just home values. So they run their platform on top of a vCloud director uh, with container service extension installed. Uh, so we have this available as well as part of kind of that uh, proof that it's, it works as it should. And with that, that's how you build a Kubernetes cluster in 12 minutes. Uh, at the end of that video, it was actually finished in 12 minutes and 30 seconds. So a little bit over to the, the 12 minutes, but actually probably worked out best. We had a pre-recorded demo and since I only had 12 minutes available. But thanks again. Uh, I'm Brent Meadows with uh, Solutions Architect with Expedient. And any questions, feel free to hit me up later, uh, Twitter, or we're back at the booth uh, this week as well.